Hey everybody, welcome to a brand and other whatever an episode. Yeah, the intros aren't great. Sorry, it would be better if I had someone doing this with me. But I don't. At least not at the current moment in time. What I do have is not great news. Don't worry. For the one who cares. Um show is still happening. I'm gonna keep doing that until I'm dead. Problem is is I May not be alive very long. <laughs> or capable. I don't know. Life sucks. Life sucks a lot. And I know. Probably wondering. How could... Oh. I'm sorry. I just ate some cereal. And for whatever reason it is trying to kill me. I, I don't know why. Anyway. That was disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I'm in kind of a chipper mood for some reason. Um, but yeah, life sucks. And you were asking, how could it suck more than it already has? Well, let me tell you. Even though, after being left multiple times and bouncing around from place to place and Losing my job and then get hired by my dad and, and then him forcing me out of that and reconciling, think it's all great and then she leaves again and you know we get divorced and then a bunch of other crazy shit. I'm not even talking about the half of it of what happened. I'm just talking about all of that that happened and getting sick and all these medications I got to take just to stay alive and yada yada yada. You know how did it get worse? Well, I'll tell you how it gets worse. I was fired last week. It caught me completely by surprise. Just completely. Completely by surprise. And it was due to like repeat tardiness or whatever the hell they said. Um, kept showing up late. Now, I, I... Whatever. That's a legitimate reason. I can't fight that. What I can fight is the suddenness of it and the whole fact that other people get to fucking do it, despite I was told that that's not how that works and how I'm the only one that does it, which is bullshit. But whatever. Not like there's records of this or anything. I could, if I wanted to, just pull some shit up. But whatever. Um, and not like there's reasons that I'm late because I wake up and literally can't get myself out of bed. Uh, not because I'm lazy, but because I'm literally in pain. Or I'm trying to talk myself out of killing myself. Yeah, it's not great, but sure, fire me because that's gonna make the uh, that's gonna make the situation better, right? So currently unemployed. Prospects aren't looking great, but I'm trusting in the Lord. Sorry to get religious for those that don't like to hear it, and I understand religious trauma is a bitch. I have a lot as well, but for whatever reason, I've kept my faith in the Lord. I say for whatever reason, it's the reason is the Lord, but <clears throat> completely lost my faith in all people, just about everything else. Have my faith in, because I've been screwed over by everyone, everyone, and that includes friends and family and those who said they would love you the most. I would never hurt you. I've been screwed over by them, so I have faith in no one except the Lord. If I didn't have the faith in the Lord, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I would have been gone a very long time ago. 
That's depressing and sad, and yeah, I get it, I get it. But uh, conversations like these are important. To let people know that they're not alone. And also, don't kill yourself, it's bad. At least if you have a death wish, do something. Now, that doesn't mean do something stupid, like hurt people. What that means is, hey, if you don't want to live anymore and are going to die, why not, instead of just killing yourself, use that as a, if you can, because not everybody is able, can, why not use that as a, basically an excuse to actually go out and do some good in the world without the fear of death, right? Maybe, I don't know, go join the fight with Ukraine, fight the Russians. That could, if you're able, I really want to, but I can't get out there. And, you know, I wouldn't be any good once my meds ran out. Specifically one med. When that ran out and I start seeing shadow demons, we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> Probably don't want me to have the AK in, in the hand. Um... Well, I'm on the meds. I'm going to shoot some motherfuckers. Um, I really want to help. I don't have any money. I don't have any other ability, but I could do things physically. I know I could. It's just the medicine that holds me back. Medicine that has side effects of what, you ask? Well, besides the horrific side effects of if you stop taking it because of withdrawal, one of those is uh, drowsiness, grogginess, fatigue, and ability to wake up in the morning. Whatever. Stuff that people have known about. Stuff that's documented. Um, other stuff that really pissed off my doctor when they found out that I was fired. She actually called that bullshit. And she wanted to fight. And, of course, my doctor found out the same day it happened because I had a shot scheduled. And at the time, I was just trying to keep things together. And keep my mind together. And then basically had a full body panic attack. Off and on. I don't even know if it was ever off. I just know I didn't feel it at certain points, but my chest was on fire. Uh, pretty much from the day that I got fired Wednesday to about yesterday or the day before. So, yeah. Today, though, I decided I'm going to attempt to fight this. Not necessarily get my job back, but to call out some bullshit and at least get it on record. I don't know, get some closure. And why, you may ask, I felt like this. Is it because I just said, screw it? Is it because I got my composure back? Is it because... Where? Not really. I mean, the composure helps. The mood helps. Um, 100%. When you're not just breaking down, crying, and freaking out. But the other reason is I found out that I'm losing my house. So not only am I unemployed, I'm losing my place to live. That sucks. Now, I was probably going to lose it anyway if I couldn't pay the rent, but the rent's going up by like $200. And even working what I was doing, I wouldn't be able to afford that. Like, I was going to lose this place no matter what. What the fuck was I going to... What am I going to do? I can only cut out so much. There's one big thing that would save me about $91 a month, and I'm going to cut it out anyway, and that's the internet. But even with that, where am I coming up with the other the other money? I have monthly medications, some of which are not cheap. Um, and other things I do. I, I'm not very good with money. 
um, in terms of impulse buying. I do that, especially when horrifically depressed. But I do know how to manage it in a way to keep myself alive. But looking at this, I don't know what to do other than sell all my belongings. Or sell the belongings I can sell. But you can only do that for so long before you're left with nothing. So I'm kind of in a mood of fuck it at the moment. Unless a miracle falls in my lap. Unless the channel stream or this takes off and just goes crazy viral and I make a bunch of money. Or some great job gets offered to me. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I legitimately don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the future has, but I trust in the Lord. I'm unashamed of my faith. And I love him. I trust in the Lord. I just don't trust in this world. I don't trust in the people. I don't trust myself. Sure as hell don't trust any company. In the meantime, I've been filling out applications. I got three done. I don't know if I'm going to hear back from any of them. Um, actually did all three of those last night. And, um, I tried to, I didn't really have the energy to do, to do them before that, but I was, cause I was filling out unemployment stuff and then looking into disability, which is what was recommended by my doctor. I need to look into disability. Um, which... If I get it, could be great, except there's some really stupid disability shit that I'm finding out about that makes absolutely no sense. And I don't know why it hasn't been changed, because it makes absolutely no sense. There's only two classes of people that you can pay below minimum wage, and it's not considered slavery. That would be prisoners, while they're in prison, who you have to pay, but doesn't have to be minimum wage or really anything. Um, I don't really know how they justify that. At all. And then the other is disabled people on disability. For whatever reason, I actually don't know. They're limited to, what, $2,000 in assets. Um, you know what's more than $2,000? A fucking car. So I don't know what that... I got more than $2,000 in assets, if you just appraised it, sitting right here. And a TV behind me, what's what, $400? I got this computer that I bought for $200, however long. Um, this old TV here that I've had since I was in high school probably isn't worth that much, but still there. This monitor that I got in college, this other cheap monitor, the Xbox Series S and PlayStation 5 that I got on payment plans but was able to pay off recently um, because I was doing okay and I really wanted them. I mean, there's basically a thousand, there's a thousand dollars right there with two of them, and I probably will have to sell them. There's the switch. I'll have to sell it just to figure out what to do, because I don't have the money now to go get a new place. Even if the even if the monthly payment was manageable, which it's not because I don't have a fucking job. But even if it is, the 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 fact of the matter is, I can't put any money down. A lot of places want that first month's rent and. A bunch of other shit. How the fuck am I supposed to do that? When you're living paycheck to paycheck and that paycheck disappears, you're in fucking trouble. And there's so many jobs that I cannot do due to illnesses that have popped up that are lifelong. 
because it's dangerous. If I pass out while driving, guess what happens? People die. It's not fun right now. At all. Can't even join the military because of the, the issues that I have, which is why I wasn't in the military to begin with. Though, I believe that was a saving grace because then Donald Trump was elected president and that was a fucking nightmare. Um, so I really don't, I don't know what to do. Um, but for whatever reason today, I thought I have nothing better to do. I finished those applications. Um, before that, I updated them and my resume resume and made it better, which I didn't know, but now Indeed has a actual resume builder. You just put in your shit and it puts it together. Because I don't know why making a resume makes absolutely no sense to me, and I can't figure out how to do it. Same thing with the research papers we had in high school. And it's because there are... So, there are steps... And there are things that are wanted, but I don't understand what exactly is wanted or how to do those in those steps because they're just they're just like, oh, you're supposed to do this. Well, what do you what is this exactly? And then they don't ever explain. And I don't know what that is. Unlike writing, uh, other uh, other, unlike writing a regular paper, which I could just do with no planning or anything. Nonfiction, fiction, prose, poetry. Um. What was the other one? Um, I also did this in UIL. Um, some other bullshit. I can't remember what it was called. But it's one where you argue. And then there's one where you just... Um, there's one where you argue. And then there's one where you um, are just stating facts. Whatever. I can do that. And I can research just fine. I can make a research paper. But in high school, um, the teacher did this basically to make it as easy as possible. For everybody. And, um, but at the same time, teaching them how to make a research paper. And for literally everyone else, it was the easiest thing in the world. It was the thing that people, everybody made like high B's and A's on. And for me, I mean, I think I still made an A on it, um, barely, but I didn't know if I was going to pass. It was the first paper I'd ever written that I had absolutely no idea of what it was. It took me forever to finish that thing. And it wasn't very long. I just couldn't figure out what the steps want. MLA format is fucking stupid. It's just, I and outside of that, the bibliography I finally figured out, because that one was something she was very meticulous about, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it, and this, 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 but it was everything else I couldn't, I couldn't quite put together, and it had to do with I didn't know if I was doing anything right, and when I don't, when you don't know if you're doing anything right, there's... It, there's the possibility that you're doing everything wrong, which cr kind of cripples you with indecision. So that sucks. It's a similar thing here with resumes, but Indeed's like, put in your history. We're going to ask you exactly what you need, and then we build that resume, which you can just use with Indeed, and we just submit to people when you apply through jobs through Indeed, and we just send that resume. Or, or you can download it yourself and then use that as your resume. And I was like, well, that's great, and everybody uses Indeed and ZipRecruiter, so they... It's fine with them. Cover letter, I'm still a little weird on. Because there's something about it I just don't quite grasp. And this absolutely has to do with the spectrum. I know it does. Everybody else seems to fucking get it, and I don't know why I can't. Um, 
But yeah. So, that's what's going on. There was a bright spot that this that last week, after I lost my job. Um, I was like this close. I mean, like this close to just ending it all. I was having arguments with myself. Because getting fired is basically a death sentence. I don't have anybody to rely on anymore. I don't have anyone. My wife is gone. I can't go, oh, we'll pull together, we can do this, we can be strong, we can do this, and go do the things I did before, because I don't have anyone else. There's no one else to rely on, it's just me. I can't pull anything together. I don't have room to fuck up, because there is no room, and I've already fucked up. There's there's nothing to do. So now I am helpless, and I have to literally wait for people to see if they give me a chance, and I can't apply for every job that I see, because it has to be a certain pay, or I'm fucked. Like, that that's the thing. It's like, just work anywhere. Well, one, I can't, because I can't do all the things. And it would be, it would be incredibly risky, dangerous, and probably illegal if I was like, yeah, sure, I'm, all, I'm fine when I have this thing that can get people killed, and then, oh, no, people get killed. Yeah, and I would be held liable for that. But two... I can't do any low-paying job because it can't pay for shit. I'm not going to drive somewhere to go broke when I can go broke at home. Like, what's the point? Um, but that bright spot was Wednesday when it happened. My friend found out about it and talked me out of doing anything. So, hey, come to my bar. You're not, you have nothing to do, right? I was like, yeah. It's like, we're having comedy night. It's fun. And a sponsor of the bar brought, um, gave us all free Delta 8 gummies and shit. I hadn't heard about Delta 8 yet because I hadn't been keeping up with stuff. But apparently, that is some newfangled shit. Like, I was all over the CBD, and CBD helped me. But it didn't ever make me feel high. But it would calm me and usually give me enough to go to sleep. I still have some that I, I actually don't remember where I put it, but I still have some that I would use from time to time. Some of those hempettes, but they're expensive as hell. But never got high, right? I also didn't like to use it much because I didn't know if it was going to show up in a test or whatever if I got drug tested. Um, which is why I wasn't using it recently, or pretty much at all throughout this job. Uh, because I didn't want to get drug tested and lose my job. I was very, very terrified. I kept telling people this of losing my job. Because the last time I lost my job, it took 11 months to find another one. My father left me for fucking dead. I don't care what he says. When someone passes out and you just get in your truck and leave them there alone, you left them for dead. Um, I was unemployed for a, for a good while, 11 months or so. And then I got the job with Amazon. And then my wife left me like the week after that. Left the first time. And then I lost that job with Amazon like a month or two into it because they found out I peed in a bottle. And by found out, I mean I told them because I didn't know it was a thing you couldn't do because we had talked about it at like every meeting about, hey, take pee bottles out of vans and stuff like that. I didn't understand when you do that. I didn't know it was a bad thing. And I have personally found the pee bottles and there is literally no time to go to the bathroom. I didn't have time to go to lunch. And more than that, 
I was in a lot of places where there was no bathroom, and you can't piss outside. You know why? Because that's illegal and can make you a registered sex offender for the rest of your fucking life. It's called public... Was it? Uh, public is exposure? Yeah. You can piss on your own property all you want. You can be naked on your own property. But you cannot publicly expose yourself, regardless of what it is. So, I pissed in a bottle. And was going to go about my day. Problem is, is when I did it, I shut the door. Because there's a door in between the cab of the van and in the back. And we usually keep it open, but I shut it so nobody would see me pee. Um, because I didn't want passersby to see that. Because that would be disgusting. And the door broke and locked me. Locked me in there. And I couldn't get it open. I didn't have any tools or anything on me. Because I was fucking working for Amazon. Why would I have any tools or a knife? So I was able to get out through the side door, but my cab, uh, the doors, the passenger door and driver door, my van's still on, are locked because of this stupid fucking Mercedes bullshit. Even though the van's in park. Um, so I had to call them, tell them, and they asked me why to shut the door, and then I told them, because I, was, I had to pee in a bottle, because I was, had to piss real bad, and then they made me repeat it several times, and that should have tipped me off if something was wrong. But I was like, can you just not fucking hear me? Because that's happened told them, and in which they were going to send a guy out there to help me, and then I, w- I don't remember what I did, but I was able to break that door back open, and then keep it from opening. I mean, keep it from closing. And I was like, I got it, I got it, don't send anybody out here, I got it, I'll finish my route. And they're like, alright. And then when I got done, they are like, come by the warehouse, and then they fired me immediately. Um, and then I thought it was over. But at least at that time, I was living in an RV outside of my mom's house. Or my mom and her husband's house. Um, they don't have a lot of room because it was originally built as a little condo barn, barndominium thing. But it's not big as a... I would call it a barndominium because it's not big enough to be a barn. But it's just enough for two people. Um, and it was originally only made for one person. It has, it has like living room, kitchen, his office bed, bed. And then there was a guest bedroom because he has kids. Well, then they got married, and then stuff. There, there's not a lot of room. But his son had an RV left out there, and they agreed to let me stay in it while I was going through the troubles with my wife, um, or ex-wife. And um, did, I just had to pay, I, I forget how much money it was a month. And I did that, and then I lost my job, and I didn't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And my mom got on the phone with my dad, and made a deal, and got me a job with him that day. And I started working with him again, even though I said I would never do it. But she made sure that I hopefully wouldn't get screwed. And while I didn't get screwed, I did get forced out. The minute he found out there was a job at Woodson's, they made me go get an application and then fill it out in front of him and then put it in. The only reason I got the job was because my cousin worked there at the time. And um, that's where it was for almost two years. And now I don't know what to do. Because the job landscape has not gotten any better. In fact, it's gotten worse, especially for people with any t- type of disabilities. Rent's gone up. I know this is because of property taxes. I call bullshit. Property taxes went up last year, too. And my rent didn't go up. Actually, it went up a little bit, but that was due to renter's insurance. So I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Either way, I can't afford it. And um, so that's where I am currently. Not doing well. But, 
let me get back to the good part. So on Wednesday, because I was talking about those gum, those gummies and other Delta 8 stuff. So they get me to come down. I was like, screw it. I'll come down and see what it was. And um, I've hung out at bars before. I didn't really drink at bars because I have to always drive home. I usually have to travel a pretty good distance to go there. And if I drink anything, it's like a beer. Try out the local stuff if they got any. Um, like this craft brewery that's pretty close to my house. Then walking distance. Um, I'd go there and buy some really expensive beer, but it's I have like two. Um, I was hungry, maybe eat something, maybe not. But the beer was good, and I like trying it. Even though I'm not a beer guy, it's good, and I like supporting local companies. But that's the only time I really ever drink. Drink at bars because don't drink and drive. Right? And I know that. I also know that I'm an alcoholic. Um, recovering. And that wasn't good. So, But they got me to come out to the bar and whatever. And I had a pretty good time. Not the best, but that wasn't their fault. It was because I had just lost my job. And I was going through panic attacks, sensory overload, everything. And being in a giant group of people who were screaming and shouting and whatever wasn't exactly the best environment. But I kept my cool. I was fine. They kept checking on me all the time. And I was talking to them, catching up. Friend from high school. I'd seen them in a while, and yada, yada, yada. It was fun. But they saved me some of these Delta 8 gummies. And, look, there's been weed replacements or weed substitutes forever. And outside of salvia, almost none of them do anything. Salvia is a different plant, and also don't do salvia because salvia can, like, really, really hurt you. It was never meant to be used in the way it got used. Because I remember when that shit happened. I think one of the guys in my school went blind. And not saying that, like, he went to the, the hospital and he was there for a while until he regained his sight. They didn't know if he was going to regain his sight. I don't know how he did that, but it was related to salvia. So, that shit can mess you up. Now, it can get you really, really high, but if you don't use it right, it can mess you up. Whereas regular marijuana, you're okay. <laughs> But I knew that, and I was like, CBD does nothing, except, you know, it makes me feel good, because it makes me feel less anxious, and it makes me feel relaxed, but it, it doesn't make me feel high. And before, I didn't know what high was, but since being on these other kinds of medications, I, and one, overdosing, I know what overdosing feels like, I know what being high feels like, or certain types of highs, especially when comparing them to being drunk, and I also know what withdrawal feels like. So, give me these gummies, there's like five of them in there, and they're 25 milligrams each. Now, I didn't really think about it at the time. It just didn't hit me, hit me until way after that, wait a minute, 25 milligrams per gummy of this Delta 8, which is a, uh, Delta 9 is regular THC, and it's regulated by the government. I think it's Delta 9 or Delta 7, or one, it's one of the other ones, and it's the big THC, and it's regulated by the government and completely illegal, unless your state says it's okay. Delta-8 is something they can get, um, they can get and it's legal somehow, and apparently it's really hard to fight because if you, if you make it illegal or ban it, um, you would end up banning a bunch of other shit. Apparently you can also get it out of hemp too, uh, but, and I think that's how they're able to get it or whatever, you're able to get it out of that and you can concentrate it. I guess you just have to use a lot more hemp. I don't know. I don't. I haven't looked up anything on it. But, what was that? 25, 50, 75, 100, 125 milligrams. Because I got this bag and like, here, I saved you one. I was like, okay. And started eating them. And I ate that whole thing in 
minute. They're just a bunch of different gummies. I like gummies, and they're sweet. And I was kind of hungry. And I was like, oh, I ate them. And then they poured me a whiskey, or mixed me a whiskey sour, and then gave me, I don't know what the, the mocktail they gave me was. I hadn't had whiskey in a while. I was like, screw it, give me a whiskey sour. <laughs> no reason not to drink. Um, and then mocktails, because I have to drive. And then um, I didn't really feel anything except in the middle of it where I got hot. I got really, really hot. But that's due to this, my hormones. I'm having fucking night sweats and going through basically menopause. And it's a fucking nightmare. Um, one, a cis male should not have to ever go through menopause. Also, menopause sucks regardless of who you are. It's just not fun. But two, no one should have to go through menopause at 26, regardless of who they are. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. So I was sweating and everything, but I didn't really feel anything except maybe less anxious than I was earlier. But I don't know if that was the Delta 8 or if that was um, just me getting used to the crowd. I still didn't really loosen up at all until we went back to her house. Um, this friend is also... Uh, engaged. I don't remember why well, they get married next year or whatever. So it's not like I went to the house and we did anything. Went to their house or apartment or whatever it is. It's like a house apartment. And then met the cutest dog ever. Can't remember their dog's name. What is their dog's name? Did they tell me what their dog's name was? I don't know. He's deaf. And he's so sweet and he loves to cuddle. I love that puppy dog. And I sat there and then cuddle with the dog because I don't have any f furniture in the place yet. So then I just cuddle with the dog. And kissed him and loved him and gave him scratches and I like dogs <laughs> and um then we talked for hours and caught up and learned all kinds of stuff and did a lot of laughing and we put some weird anime on in the background about like banana cats I don't know what the fuck was going on um and it may have kicked in during that because I'm having a good time but I've also had similar good times without any drugs uh very very similar um so I don't know but what I do know is it definitely kicked in when I left. And I've always heard that edibles will hit you like a ton of bricks. Um, and they take a long time to start. And But when they do, they hit you all at once. It's not like smoking or anything else that's direct. It, you have to metabolize it. And um, I knew that. I wasn't saying that these things were shit or that I could handle it or blah, blah, blah. I didn't know. I was thinking that they weren't going to hit that bad because... One, there, it, it's almost every substitute of weed hasn't done anything except for salvia and then was it K two or whatever, but that killed people or something. Um, but it, it usually doesn't get you high. Uh, anything that you say that's legal to get high on, other than like the things we know, it doesn't get you high, or it might get you buzzed. It doesn't do nearly anything, right? And there's a bunch of myths and shit and rumors and yada yada yada, wives' tales. I get in my car, start driving, and then I get hit with what I think is vertigo, um, or usual vertigo, um, because I've been dealing with vertigo for however long I've been on this other medicine, because that's one of its side effects, and um, got better dealing with it, but it still hits me all the same, and I was just thinking, oh, it's vertigo, let me slow down, and then it never stopped. And then it kept on going, and then started spinning in a different direction and everything. And then I proceeded to melt into my driver's seat, 
Now, I don't mean that I was seeing myself melt. I mean it felt like I was melting, and I knew exactly what was happening. I wasn't confused. I wasn't, well, I was a little bit scared because I was like, this is getting kind of hard to see. I was getting like a weird elongated, not tunnel vision. It was tunnel, it's tunnel or hallway in the way, you know, those big long stretching hallways and like horror movies or, or dream sequences or whatever, where they just keep stretching out and get longer and longer. That's what was happening, but with the road and time went by slower. I remember that because I wanted to get home. One, because I was tired. I wanted to go to bed. College Station's a little under an hour away. O'Brien or whatever. I mean, it's the same fucking city. But a um, little under an hour away from my house. So I was like, all right, we're going to get there. And it felt like it took days. And I remember stopping by the Waterburger in Caldwell because I was hungry. I was really hungry. And I get this burger. Or it's chicken strip sandwich. And uh, it was delicious. But it's always delicious. However, this one... Taste was like the best sandwich I've ever had in my entire fucking life. And I kept eating. I was like, oh my God, it's so good, so buttery. I've never tasted butter like this. Oh my God. And I remember, and I, I think I said to myself, oh, I'm high as fuck right now. Because this is not usually how this works. And I I was like, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely the Delta 8. It just took a while to hit me. Um... But during that, it felt like it took me an hour to eat french fries. It didn't. Real time only took a few minutes because I devour french fries. Because um, I love french fries. I love potatoes. And Whataburger french fries are delicious. But it felt like it was taking hours. Like I was like one french fry, one french fry. I was like, why is this taking so long? To the point where even though the french fries are good, I'm getting tired of eating them because it feels like I've been eating them all damn day long. Like I felt, it felt like an exhaustion. And I get to the sandwich and I eat it. The only thing that made me keep eating it was how good it tasted. But it also felt like it took forever. And I'm like, oh my God, the sun's going to be coming up wherever. The sun was nowhere near coming up. And um, I was like, oh my God. It's going to be so crazy, blah, blah, you know. And then it feels like an eternity for me to get home. And then I get home, and it claps on my bed, and the room is spinning, and I melt into my bed and everything, and I'm giggly. And then finally I'm able to go to sleep, and I wake up. And this is the best part about it. I wake up, and I felt great. Like, it lessened. I was still dealing with a lot of horrible shit from the aftermath of this, of the, um, the firing. But before that, I was about to die. Straight up. Gonna admit it. Um, But after taking those gummies and getting high and everything, the next day, I was like, you know what? I don't have to do anything today. I can just lay here all day. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing. I just will lay here until I feel better. Till I'm ready, and then I can start looking up on the internet, start asking people what to do, and everything. And I just felt calm. Now, whether that was the drugs, like the actual effects of the drugs once you're off the high, um, which is, I hear why a lot of people smoke marijuana. It's not the high that they're on. It's not, it's not, they want, they want it because of the high that it gives you. It's what you feel after when the actual drug is working. Um, but also the high is really cool when I hear, uh, I've never done it. So I won't know. This is the closest I've ever gotten. And, um, 
I felt relaxed and calm, but was still having panic attacks, but I wasn't in near bad of a state. And then as the next day went on, it started getting worse and worse and worse and worse, and then it got real, real bad. Um, but that day after, I felt great. And if it hadn't been for that experience, hadn't been for the Delta 8, I meant for any of that, hadn't been for whatever kicked me in the rear and said, you know what, get up, go to the bar. I know you don't got any money, but fuck it. You might as well have fun once. You might as well go do something. It ain't like you got to be, be at work in the morning. And this person really wants to see you and is really worried for you and wants to make sure you're okay. And I did, and because of that, it probably saved my life. And um, it also makes me really want to track down some more Delta Aches. That shit's awesome. Um, and help, that stuff might help me just in general. Um, I mean, of course, I would take it at night, not ever do anything at work, but I'll take it at night. Gets me real high, but when I wake up, I feel good. Like, I would have had a great day at work that next day. But I didn't have to go to work. Um, so that sucks. Um, but yeah, so if you get your handle some of that, try it. It's fun. Um, but don't drive with it. I didn't intend to. I thought if there was any effect that it had, it was gone. Because it, I'd, I'd spent several hours at the bar, and then we went to the house... And then we talked for hours. And then I went home at like, what, 4 a.m.? Um, that's when I left because I remember getting that water burger and it was like 5 something. And uh, uh, I thought it was already over. No, it hasn't, it hadn't metabolized yet because gummies take a long ass time to break down. Other foods don't, gummies do. And, uh, boy, did they. They took their sweet-ass time. Uh, do not drive. Well, under, under the influence of anything that can, uh, uh, inhibit your ability. Um, I did it completely by accident, and I'll never do it again. Not like I was drinking and was like, yeah, I know how this going to affect me. I only had one whiskey sour and then no other alcoholic drinks for the rest of the night. Except a taste of some alcoholic seltzer. And, um. Never doing that again, by the way. I was like, I was, it was blueberry, and I was like, I love blueberries. And they're like, you want to taste? And I was like, sure, let me give me a shot of that so I can just taste it. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, that, I, I'm, I'm good. That was terrible. And I finally understand what other autistic people say when they uh, t- call it static water, because that's exactly what it tasted like. It tasted like static water. Um, other other um, carbonated sodas or carbonated water doesn't taste like that. Like if you ever get uh, go to a soda fountain at like a at a burger joint or whatever and it just gives you that clear, that's carbonated water. That's pretty much club soda. And it doesn't taste static to me. It tastes incredibly bitter and it's horrendous. I've also had regular club, so- club soda in a bottle because I would mix some drinks. Um also I've uh that and I what was it? By mixing drinks, I don't even mean alcohol. I mean, like, I heard, I was it fizzy Kool Aid? And I was like, I want that. I want to try that. I made it. It's pretty damn good. Um, not as good as it should be, but uh, I think there's a way to make it really, really good. But the way I did it wasn't that great. Um, but it was still good, still interesting. Fizzy Kool Aid's pretty great. 
Um, but it just tastes better and fun. Other seltzer waters or whatever, like like LaCroix, I hate. But it doesn't taste staticky. It's because it tastes like shit. Um, and all their flavors are lies. Um, there's two of the waters, the uh, flavored, or actually one's not flavored, of the, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the seltzers, club sodas, fucking whatever they want to call it, that I actually would drink. And one is called Clear American, and the other is Topo Chico. Clear American is a brand I only find at Walmart, and they have different flavored ones. And I saw this, and was like, I'm going to try that. And they're also really cheap. Um, and I got some, and it was, the first time I ever had it, it was mandarin orange. And I was like, I like oranges. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, this is not going to taste anything like oranges. But it was like 80 cents, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. And if I like it, great. It's a cheaper alternative. And if I don't, well, that's to be expected because all seltzer water is flavorless shit. Um, well, not flavorless. It just doesn't taste anything like what it's supposed to and tastes bitter and horrific. Um, so I taste this one and it tastes like an orange soda. I was like, holy shit. And then they had a black cherry one and it's so good. You can tell that it's not regular soda or that it's not any name brand soda. But if you gave it to somebody and they tasted it, they might think it's some sort of off-brand soda or a different soda. Because, yes, it is soda water. It's club soda. It's a seltzer. Or a sparkling water. But it actually has a fucking flavor to it. And they're all zero calories. Um, and it's delicious. I don't know what they did. Because if it's zero calories and everything, I'm thinking it's either going to taste like nothing or it's going to taste incredibly artificial. Now, I love diets. A lot of diet sodas. Like, I love Diet Coke. Diet Coke tastes nothing. And I mean nothing. Like Coke. But I like Diet Coke. I actually like the taste of Diet Coke. Probably because I've been addicted to it since I was a kid. But they're two different flavors. They're not even close. It doesn't mimic Coke in any way, form, or fashion. The only diet soda I know of that actually tastes like it's close to what it's... uh, the regular version is that new Dr. Pepper Zero. It's pretty damn close. And oddly enough, it tastes better warm. When it's warm, it tastes more like Dr. Pepper than it does when it's cold. I don't know what the fuck that's about. Um, but most of them, you can always taste an artificial flavor. There's always something there, blah, 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 blah. On this one, there's no artificial flavor. And it the sweetness just tastes sweet. And it tastes like black cherries. Not too much. Not syrupy. Not anything like that. And you can definitely tell it's... Um, underpowered. But you also can't tell that you're drinking a sparkling water. It's not something that's like, it sure as hell ain't LaCroix um, or anything else. It's tasty. It's good. And I replaced it as my daily driver for soda um, until you can't fucking find them anymore because I guess of the restrictions and COVID and God knows what. But they are hard to fucking find. It used to be. Now they're hard to find. Um, so that sucks, but it's delicious. And then Topo Chico isn't flavored. I think there's flavor versions, but I've never had it. I really like it, but it doesn't taste staticky. It just, it's like carbonated mineral water, and I like it. It's not something I would drink all the time, like all day, but it's good, and it gives me the kick that I need. And by that, I mean, uh, there's something about soda that, to me, is different than water, other than its taste, right? Like, I can drink water. I don't have any problem drinking water, but it starts to wear on me for some reason. I don't know what it is. Um, and a lot of it has to do with caffeine. But outside the caffeine, there's like this hit that you get from a real crisp carbonated beverage. Now, the the 
the kicker here is it has to be good. So I'm not just going to drink regular club soda because that shit tastes like ass. This one, Topo Chico actually tastes good. And then once you know it, it's hard to find Topo Chico. But now there's an alcoholic Topo Chico, and that's fucking dangerous. I don't want to try that. So anyway, but I know there's two of these that I like. And I know that the flavored ones can be pretty good. At least Clear American. I haven't tasted any other one. There's an HEB brand one that's not good. The LaCroix not good. I've had the other one that's not good. I haven't had any one that's good except Clear American. But I see this one, and it's a different type of seltzer that I've never heard of before, and it's a Texas brand. So I was like, fuck it. Local brand, I'll try it. I, and it's blueberries. I love blueberries. Tasted nothing like blueberries, and it tasted like static. And I'm like, oh, this is why people on the spectrum call it static water. Because I was, like, left out. It's like, there's like just two versions. You either really, really love it, or you think it's the evil static water. And I'm like, well, I don't love it, but there's one that I like, and I like Topo Chico, but... All the other ones are terrible, but they don't taste like static. They just don't taste good. They taste bitter because carbonated water doesn't taste good. This, it tasted like static. It was, it made my teeth hurt. It was fucking weird and I'll never drink it again. That's sad. Well, maybe it's not because it's alcoholic. Um, but it's sad because I want to taste blueberries. But everybody else seems to fucking love this seltzer shit. Um, but yeah. Since I had time today, and will tomorrow and every other day until I get a job, um, I finally sat down and finished the rewrite of part one, my second book. Uh, in total, it's probably around 38,000 words, and when I say probably is I was writing it on a typewriter. Those are the first 44, 44, five pages were written on a typewriter, and my typewriter exploded, like literally caught fire. And... Um, because it was an electric one from the 80s, and there's no repair parts for that, and I didn't know how to fix it. But, I don't know, some... It wasn't the power source, or the the power... Um, what the fuck do you call it? Um, brick or whatever that caught on fire, but it was something else. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it started smoking, and it got bad. And then it just, I could never get it to work again. So after that, I just started typing it in a Google Doc and then printing it off at work page by page when I could. So I only have the word count for like page 45 and up all the way up to 143. And that was around like 26, 27,000 or whatever. And then I added the other pages in and then it gives me somewhere around 38, a rough estimate of 38,000, which is a little bit under 40, which was... Uh, which would be, um, I was trying to thought, it would be, um, that's around what a short novel would be, what's considered a novel. So I think, I believe it's right above novella. And, because um, there's all these different classifications of word count. And I'm not even close to being done with this book. So I finished it, and then I started a little while ago on part two, which part two isn't, hasn't been finished, its rough draft state hasn't been finished yet. But I'm very, very close, so I'm just starting to pick away at the rewrite. And then after all that's done, we'll go on to part three. And then, hell, maybe I'll get it finished this year and can start looking about publishing it. I hope. Um, that it will be my second book. I hope it does well. I hope all this does well. It doesn't have to make me rich. I would just like to make a living at it and be happy. Um, 
the only thing riches would do for me initially would be to wipe away all insecurity about life and, and, and whatnot, and I could take care of that. And then immediately after that was settled, I would take care of everyone else. That would be basically my second job is going out and using the money that I was blessed with to help people. And I've always wanted to do that, and I've never had the ability or the opportunity because um, I've never been wealthy. Um, I do spend a lot of money on other people, help them when I can. Um, but I don't need any praise or anything for that. That's not why I say that. That's to provide context. Um, even when I don't have money, I still do it because there's always people worse off than me. And I want to help them. And I just pray that I was able to get some sort of large sum so I could help people on a larger scale. And not, you know, go and just buy Twitter. Because I can. Because they said some hurtful things or whatever bullshit. Fuck Elon Musk. Um, but yeah. $44 billion. Lord, the things I would do with $44 billion. The people I could help with that. Just the amount. It's just... I've, I've already done a podcast on what I would do with like a billion or, or whatever. How much that actually is and yada yada. But it's just... Man. I just... I can't... I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Uh, what you should understand, though, is if you like this podcast, you should share it and tell your other friends about it. Tell them to support it. There are ways to support this thing. I know there's no ads right now because I'm out waiting for an actual audience, and I think that would be fair to everybody. But also, um, if you go to Anchor FM, this is not an ad for them because it's different than the other one. But if you go there, there are actually ways to just donate money um, straight up. And other ways to support. I think it's like a subscription thing or whatever. But you, you don't have to do that. I'm just letting you know. Or you could find my other ventures like Twitch streaming. You can always subscribe. And if you have Amazon Prime, you have a free Twitch sub that you can use on anybody. And it's free for you, but I still get the money. Or whoever you subscribe to still gets the money. Or you could just donate again, like I said. Because I need it. I really need it. I hate to beg, but uh, I don't really have an option. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't have an option. But what I do have here is something interesting that may or may not be depressing to you, depending on how you view it, or it might just be an amazing fact, and this is something I'm going to leave off on. I'm supposed to do this way earlier, but I got sidetracked, because of course I did. So I was on TikTok, like I want to do, and I saw this post about, um, I don't know, I said, like, think about this, and it was from a, an old um an old man in England who was a firefighter in the 60s and he was talking about the plight of the younger generations and how they can't afford anything and how we shouldn't expect them to be able to afford anything because look at what things cost now and look at what they're getting paid and he talked about what he got paid and everything and he said he got paid a thousand British pounds a year for being a fighter fighter in 1965. And with that job, he was able to get a house for 3,500 pounds, which is over three times his salary. Right? Now, of course, he gets mortgage and all that crap like that. 
But that house, and he said it was a modest house. It was a good house, but it was a modest house. That property now costs, or when that article was written, um, I said 2022, but I don't know. My other number is going to be from 2022, but I don't know about this one. But that property is now valued at 650,000 pounds. When in 65, it used to cost 3,500 pounds. Now, of course, first thing you're going to think is inflation. That changes, right? Also, what does that mean in freedom units? Because we got to transfer that to American dollars for our American, I'm pretty sure it's mostly Americans uh, that listen to this. And don't worry, I do all that. So I was looking at that too. And I knew that a thousand British pounds, even though have are wildly drastically different and have been, especially after the advent of the euro or introduction of the euro, um, different than American American dollars. So I needed to figure all that out and what it is. But I also knew that there was no way in hell that in twenty twenty two a thousand British pounds was gonna come or 3,500 British pounds is going to come anywhere near 650,000. So, let's figure this out. So, 1,000 British pounds in 2022 would equal 20,604 pounds and uh, 74, whatever the hell they have. I don't know if they have cents or pence or what it's called. Um, I'm not, I'm f- sort of familiar with their uh, with their currency, but I don't know the smaller stuff. And that's what it would be now due to inflation, twenty, a little over 20,000. Um, and that equals $26,290.44 in United States currency. All right. So a pretty big change once you flip it over. It's, it adds about, um, it adds about six grand from that. So the British pound is still worth more. Um, not as much as it used to be, but still worth more. But even with that, still not even close to what you would think, right? Because he said three times his salary. Um, it's a little over 3000 salary, uh, three times the salary for what he was able to afford this house. And he's just talking about his house, not talking about anything else he bought. Um, he also raised a family and did this. With one job. Um... So then I, I broke that down further to what that would be if you um, sorry, had a text message. It was about my car inspection. Um hmm. I gotta actually think through that. But anyway, um twenty six thousand $290.44. You break that down uh, to what that would be per hour. It's about $12.64 an hour if you only worked 40 hour weeks for a year, right? $12.64 an hour. That's only 14 cents more than what I was currently getting, pay- well, not currently more, and what I was getting paid at my very recently, um, recent ex job or whatever the hell you call it. 1264. Now, I don't know anybody who can get a house to, at working for $12.64 an hour in the state of Texas. There might be some other places, but I don't know. Because it's very, very hard to rent anything working that. And this is by yourself. 
he was able to buy an entire house. Of course, he put down a down payment or whatever. What he talks about is like now to do that, to get the same house, you, you would need a down payment of $50,000. And how do you expect someone to do that? Um, and if we look at what the wages have done in that inflation, um, yeah, there's no way in hell at $12.64 an hour you would be able to do that. Just no way. Unless you had a really, really good relationship with a banker. There's no way in hell. So, speaking of that house price, what does that 3500 equal? Well, in 2022, 3,500 3, pounds would equal 72,109 pounds and 59 whatever pence or cents. or I honestly don't know. And then that equals around $92,016.52 United States currency. So not as cheap as probably some people were hoping, <laughs> uh, but $92,000. Now, again, this is a very modest house. I don't know how, I don't know how many bedrooms. I didn't see a picture. I didn't see anything else. But what I do know is that that same house that just due to inflation would be $92,000 is selling on that market for 650,000 pounds, which, by the way, also did this is the equivalent of $829,442.25 United States currency. And if you do some further math, uh, that's a price increase. Price increase of $737,425.73 United States currency. So when we talk about wage stagnation and how prices have skyrocketed but wages haven't and all this and yada 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 uh, this is why this is literally proof and when other people talk about how they were able to do it do all this crazy bullshit and buy a house and buy a car back in their day uh, this is why because it was literally cheaper too not just because of inflation because if you just look at it without thinking, well, of course shit looked cheaper. because, And that's the first thing they'll say. Well, I was only getting paid a dollar an hour. Yeah, but that dollar was worth like $10 an hour now. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I only made $1,000 a year. Or, what would it be? Um, I, 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 I actually didn't do that. I just did the new calculations after it. I only made this much a year. You know, and I was able to do it. Why can't you do it? You're making so much more money. Well, one, inflation. But even factoring that in, still not enough, right? Because if it was the same, if, let's say, just inflation had had, had, uh, had changed, right? And everything kept up with inflation, which it hasn't, but let's say it did. Um, I lost my train of thought. If it just did that, then that $1 will become whatever, and yada, yada, yada. Just like how how those pounds, at 3,500 pounds becomes 72,000 pounds or $92,000, right? But that's just showing you what the equivalent is. The problem is that it's not at 92,000. If you got a whatever two or three bedroom house, a good house, good neighborhood, you know, not run down. This is probably fairly new when he got it in 65 depending on where it was and what had happened, um, because, you know, of that war, uh, 
$92,000 is great. Look up what $92,000 will get you today. And you'll be lucky to find, well, anything. Um, but the problem is that, is that $92,000, that $92,000 house is being sold for $829,000. About $830,000. But people are still getting paid actually less than twelve sixty four dollars an hour. Minimum wage is only seven twenty five. What 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 gives? No shit, we're not able to do anything. Everything else has gone up except for our fucking wages. And wages haven't even gone up. Minimum wage or any wages hadn't even gone up with inflation. But everything else does because of course everything else does. That makes sense, right? They're adjusting, and companies and and manufacturing everything adjust, don't adjust for inflation monthly. They'll adjust for that shit on the day. I know this because when I worked at the lumber yard, we were having to change lumber prices daily because they changed based on the market price and inflation and everything else. Because they because there was a crisis, changing shit daily. But we were still getting paid the same. Like I don't. It's insane. It's fucking insane. Like, how do you expect people to live? Eventually this is going to come to a head. It has to. And it's not going to be a vote. If 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 they don't change things, and it's not just America, but includes England as well, where this shit's still happening, and anywhere where this is a problem, which is kind of everywhere, it's not going to be a vote that's going to stop this. We're lucky. The American Revolution was a fluke. And I say that not because we won, but because of how it happened. There was a Congress, and we voted, and we had a declaration. We had a fucking Declaration of Independence that was, like, signed and autographed and all this bullshit. And then sent. And all that. And we, we did all of this and, and all that. And it was supposed to be very, very civil. And in fact, outside of the riots and disruptions that happened when they, the British actually showed up for war, in quotes, um, both armies just looked at each other, not wanting to fight, because they were going to fire when fired upon. And then some asshole took shot, and we don't know who it was, shot her around the world. No one knows who took that shot to this day. But someone took a shot, and each side blamed the other, and that's how the war started. Well, I mean, not sorry, but that's how the fighting, the actual bloodshed started. There was bloodshed before, but the actual bloodshed in the war, when shit got nuts, and they were like, all right, let's go. That's what happened. Um, It's like something on the back of my neck, and now I can't find it. I hate that you feel something, you're like, oh my god, what is that? And it was like a sore bump, and then you go back to find it, and it's gone. Um... But yeah, and a lot of bad happened during the war. A lot of people died. A lot of sickness. It wasn't great. But we held out. We did a lot. And then the French showed up, and then finally the British had just lost too much, and they decided just to give up. Give us the land. But do we not remember what happened in France not too long after that? Where they just went, they got so bad that the people went, if we're just going to die... Instead of just dying here or killing ourselves, how about we just die fighting? And then they just started killing people. Started with the royals, then it went to the wealthy people, then it went to other wealthy people, then it went to people they just didn't fucking like, and they just started killing people. 
it was not a good time. There was no real leadership. There wasn't a lot going on. And a lot, and I mean a lot of innocent people died. And that's not just because I hate execution. A lot of people were executed that had no business being executed, but simply because they were dissenters or talked different or whatever. Probably just called somebody out for being an asshole. That happened. We know about that, which is why we refer to it as anarchy. And we know that it was so bad because even though they were striving for freedom, the guy that ends up leading the country at the end of this is, you know, one of the most famous dictators of all time, Napoleon Bonaparte. So that whole strive for freedom thing didn't really uh, work out, did it? Or less war or, you know, any of that. They got rid of the royals. But no one was going to do that shit to Napoleon. Because Napoleon would fucking kill you with his army. Which is why both times they, they didn't execute him. They exiled him. Um, and then he came back after one of the exiles and then took over the country. Like, you don't mess with Napoleon because he's got people that will just kill you. And that's how he took over. But he was kind of the last guy you would think they would want, right? Since they were wanting freedom and all this. And then an actual dictator. Now, a dictator is usually almost 100% bad, mainly because of how they come to power and uh, how they hold that power. But a dictator, in the literal sense, in the definition, mainly means someone that has direct control of the army. So, technically speaking, and I mean like on the battlefield, probably need to upgrade that a little bit because Hitler was a dictator. But he was not on the battlefield. He's on the battlefield. If we would have killed that, the only battlefield that he got on was when we invaded Berlin. If Hitler was wandering around the battlefield and leading his troops with the sword up in the air and whatever, we'd have sniped that motherfucker like that. Like, <laughs> the war would have been over. Um, no. So he doesn't really fit that one, but he did dictate the army. Then again, the president, the president of the United States, is the commander in chief, and he does lead the army. And by army, I mean the standing army, not the. Not just the army, all the armed forces. He's the commander-in-chief. You could technically call him a dictator there, but he doesn't lead them from the front and yada, yada, yada. Many kings were dictators by this. Uh, there's other facet dictators that don't make them good. But technically, in theory, you could have someone that is a by-the-book dictator, but isn't a fascist, isn't evil, isn't this, isn't that, isn't, does not want to be a lifetime, uh, lifelong leader, and doesn't want to be a guy that rules with an iron fist. It's just never really happened. Um, without those checks and balances, shit kind of gets bad, and he dictates the army, um, and nobody can say anything different, or else he'll just use his army to kill you. That's a problem. And every dictator has used it like that. Um, it's more or less the same way. Um, uh, but, yeah, so it's... That definition gets a little bit weird, but he was a dictator. He did lead his army, and he was all about domination. He liked America, though. I don't know why. I mean, I know the part of giving them the idea to free themselves from the monarchy, but what I don't understand is, is people would say, well, we were allies with France. Yeah, we were allies with the kingdom of France, the country that no longer exists because all the kingdom's gone. And all the monarchs have been beheaded. Um, we no longer have any ties to that country because that country's gone. So this is a new country who technically should probably hate all the allies. 
or anybody who was with allied with royal France and basically be like, be with us or die because you allowed this shit to happen. But Napoleon didn't do that. And then he sold us some land and shit and Louisiana purchased and yada, yada, yada. And he really liked America, never had any intentions of invading us, even though he could have. And we, the, if Napoleon would have invaded America, would have had no chance. Because unlike Britain, who underestimated, underestimated how well we could fight and then ended up getting the shit kicked out of them a lot and a lot of people started dying and getting sick and it just took so much toll on the army, on the royal kingdom, or the, on well, were the United Kingdom back then, on Britain, on, on the, the economy, on everything. And they had to get in other soldiers, other mercs, the Haitians, everybody, just to hold on. When the French showed up, it was like, it's just not worth doing it anymore. At this point, we might actually lose if the French get involved because... France isn't just going to fight us here. If we get in a full-out war, you know, full-blown war, France might just up and fight us at home because they're right there. You can't risk that, and you don't have the people to fight. Uh, they expected the war to be over in like a year, and mainly due to travel time because of that ocean, and it lasted for, for a decade. Um, so, like. You know, or was it nearly a decade? I'm trying to think. Um, I know it was in the well under the 1780s, but like they didn't expect that. But Napoleon, he they kicked the shit out of us, and they already had they already had land and bases and shit there, so they could have shown up without anybody technically getting worried. Then he could have built that army up and been like, "These are my colonies now." And we wouldn't be able to stop them. He was a genius tactician, except when it came to the Russians. Because no one factors in the cold or the effect it has on certain metals, like tin. And that's why you don't have tin buttons, because you'll fucking lose at Waterloo. Um, um, that and what's-his-head. Um, I can't remember his name. Hannibal? Um, was it King in North Africa, I believe? Had the elephants and stuff. He beat Napoleon, I believe. Napoleon was able to beat him. Um, everybody else, though, got the shit kicked out of them. And if you would have looked at England, they probably wouldn't be able to beat him either, especially since they were all beat up. Um, he was, he, he was pretty good at what he did. That's the guy they put in charge. Well, they put him in charge. He just took over because nobody was in charge. And he realized that, and he had the army, and was like, fuck it, I'm captain now. And we're like, you and what army? And he goes, the entire French one, motherfucker. And they're like, well, damn it. You got me. But yeah, th something's got to be done soon to ease this, to help this, to help people. Or eventually, there's going to be some sort of uprising. I mean, we've already seen the unrest, and the only thing that really quelled it a little bit, one is probably because we just stopped talking about it, it's probably still happening, but is um, the pandemic that happened worldwide. Because if, if you go outside and breathe on people, not only could you get hurt, but you could hurt someone else. And believe it or not, uh, those people that are marching and doing all that, um, even though some like to call them thugs and God knows what other horrible, untrue names, actually don't want to hurt people, don't want to hurt innocent people, and they know better. So when they were out in droves, even all masked up and shit, you know it was for a good fucking reason. But even then, it started stopping because... Pandemic got worse, and 
they looked at each other and went, we can't keep doing this. We have to stop to save people. But if the pandemic hadn't happened, I don't know how that turns out. Because when things keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse, eventually they come to a head, and it's not going to be happy, and you got about 300 million unhappy people. There's no army on the face of the earth that could stop them if they wanted if we wanted to do anything. It's not even about guns or this or that, which is about what I think they estimate there's about double the amount of guns floating around the United States as there is people at least. So that's about 600 million weapons. It's not even about that. Just the sheer force. Countries rely on their armies, but Armies are only so big, and then I have to pull from the people. But if the people got upset and just said, fuck it, and then a good portion of them revolted, it's not necessarily a given that the United States Army would win. I mean, we're not very good at fighting in guerrilla warfare when we're not the guerrillas. Um, as I recall, uh, the Taliban has has Afghanistan back now. And Iraq was a clusterfuck. We're just really not good at the whole insurgency thing. But even then, if it was just a mass fuck you attack, they couldn't do anything about it. And this is not me saying or suggesting that this should happen. I'm saying that something needs to happen so that that doesn't happen because the loss of life will be massive. Especially for people like me. Um, People less fortunate than me. They're going to be the ones that go first. If you don't help us now, shit's gonna hit the fan. When people can't eat, um, they're gonna start thinking, man, do I die of starvation or do I die of a gunshot? Which one's better? Probably gunshot. Well, should I do it myself or should I have it done by someone I'm also trying to kill? Because here's the option. If I still die, but get a bunch of them, well, I still die, which is my option, and die better than starvation, but at least I got a bunch of them motherfuckers. But if I don't die and win, then I can eat all day because I killed the enemy and I'll just steal their food. America had a fucking civil war over slavery. A one-sided war over slavery. The South fought for slavery. The Union was fighting for land. Don't ever get it twisted. The only Union soldiers fighting against slavery were the black ones. Everybody else, they were thrown out there to fight the South because the South took land that didn't belong to them. It was a land war. The South absolutely was fighting for the right to preserve slavery. It was about states' rights. Yes, the states' right to preserve slavery. So here's the thing. They had a war. They thought it was okay enough to rise up, revolt, and start their own fucking country. Secede and do all of these things, do these declarations, everything. Did all of this over slavery. Which, by the way, wasn't exactly being outlawed at the time. It was just being stopped. They stopped it from expansion. Uh, The war actually caused the outlawing of slavery in the United States of America. Um, because it became basically the only way to stop the South. But we had that war over over slavery. 
because that apparently was such a good thing to fight for. Because we couldn't think of a world without people in bondage. So we were willing to die for it. Do you really think if we're willing to do something, go to a full-scale, multi-year war and split up the fucking continent and, you know, and, and the country... Two separate, separate own Congress and president and all that. Do all and get our own fucking printer and print money, and do all that over slavery. You really think the country wouldn't do it over the fact that they can't pay their bills anymore? And when there's nothing left and they got nothing to lose, do you really think they're just gonna roll over and die, or do you think, huh? Fuck it. Let's go. Because it... I, I don't want that to happen. I want... the people with the ability and the intelligence and whatever to go in and go, stop this bullshit, help the people, let's go. And turn this country into the greatness it should be before that happens and millions die. Because that's what's going to happen. There's no way that shakes out millions don't die. And not even direct casualties from the war, like being shot. It's going to happen from resources getting low and sickness and so on and so forth. That's why the Civil War was so deadly. It's our deadliest war was because of sickness. People getting affected and dying. Um, It's just going to be worse on this level. Government needs to figure some shit out. And what's kind of funny is they kind of been given a way to. Um, and it sucks to say, I don't know how this fucking happened. I was supposed to end the podcast a while ago. Um, I've kind of been given a, a way and that is a war, an actual war, not one of these police actions. The United States has not declared war on another country since 1942. Um, declared war in 41 on Japan, then in 42 on Japan. Um, on Japan. we did it again. Fuck Japan. No, on uh, Germany and Italy because fuck them and, and your friends too. Um, that was the last time we actually declared war. All those other things we've done are police actions, which they, which is why everything about them has been limited. doesn't mean that people still didn't die and there weren't horrible things that happened and they were basically a war in everything but the name, but they were police actions. It's also the reason we haven't been very good at them because you can't do everything you can in a police action, you can in a war, and we like to pick fights that are mainly just about standing around and making shit unusable or until we're done with it. Get bored with the toys and then we just leave them there and go home. That's what we do. But this Russia situation presents an actual fucking war where the rules are different. And America is really good at regular war. At we're going to declare war on you and open up our rule book and follow the rules of engagement and we're going to kill you. And the world kind of wants us to do it. Before this happened, before they actually invaded, because um, I remember watching it, we were all worried about the invasion. Um, but outside the Ukrainians, analysts and stuff didn't think it was actually going to happen. They thought it was Putin trying to do this, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people, left-leaning people, um, I say leaning because I don't think people on the actual left were saying this, like far left, I think they were legitimately scared of Russia because it's fucking Vladimir Putin, um, were saying that the United States was trying to um, 
basically force consent. I forgot what it was called. Um, basically make it look like Russia had done something so we could jump in and try to save the day and go on another forever war. And there's precedent for that. We did it in Vietnam. We actually made up something to go to war with Vietnam. This doesn't mean that there weren't bad things happening in Vietnam. That needed to be stopped. Doesn't mean, which, by the way, we didn't stop any of those. Um, but it doesn't mean that someone needed to stand up to it. But we absolutely manufactured an incident, and this has been declassified, and you can look it up. It's not on some weird bullshit website. It's in the U.S. records. We manufactured an incident to start that war and then classified it so nobody could know the truth for the longest while. And part of that truth was the investigation where they found that, oh, the ship that got hit by these torpedoes, turns out uh, it wasn't. Um, and that even if it was, they couldn't have come from the Viet Cong or anything else. And there was an explosion, and it was our own explosion that we seemed to have detonated. Like, it's this whole bullshit and it's all in the United States Army record or Navy record. Um, we've manufactured shit before. Well, it's not the first time. Um, now, that being said, manufactured consent, that's what they call it. Uh, that being said, there are certain things they try to say are like this that are not. Pearl Harbor being one of them. That's a bullshit conspiracy theorist. Uh, and 9-11. Fuck you. We did know about 9-11. We knew that something was going to happen, and no one took it seriously until it happened, and we dropped the ball. That's very true. What's not true is that we let it fucking happen. Um, we didn't need 9-11 to happen to do what we did in the Middle East. Absolutely didn't. To lie about Saddam Hussein and do all that, we could have done that. There were no, there was no act, there was nothing passed in Congress to let us do what we did. Or still doing in the Middle East. Nothing. There was no declaration of war. Um, it helped, and they could just lie about it, but we were probably going to do that anyway. Uh, but nobody wanted that because it fucked the the economy and a lot of people. Some people made money, but because the uh, stock market got shut down because, of course, it did. It happened in New York, and it was down, uh, I think, for the next day and the day after that. It was down for a little bit, and in that meantime, as people got together and had the idea, well, when it opens back up, before it opens back up, let's short the stock of the airlines because it's going to tank. And when it tanked, some people became billionaires overnight. That's the easy way to short sell. Instead of having to look at the numbers and do all this and be like, and predict a fucking housing crisis, something happens and the market gets shut down because of it. And you can't, they don't have time to react in real time, but you do. Um, it's also kind of morally, I don't know if I want to say evil. It feels evil, but. They're not killing the people, and they're not selling anything to profit off their death. And the airlines are going bankrupt anyway. Or not bankrupt, they almost went bankrupt because of this. They're just, might as well make money off it. Problem was, is that it was people that already were super rich. Um, but yeah, but 9-11 is not a conspiracy theory. I mean, there was a conspiracy to do 9-11, that's different. But I'm talking about wild conspiracy theory that we manufactured it or let it happen. Now there was Pearl Harbor. But Vietnam was. Korea was interesting. Um, there was some shit that we tried to manufacture but couldn't. Some stuff that um, Russia tried to force us into that we stayed out of, like Afghanistan, when uh, the Mujahideen beat the shit out of the Russians at their own game. Um, but that got really close in the 80s, and we thought we were going to just straight up go to war with them. 
and a few other incidents that also manufactured consent was was with Iraq. So 9-11 wasn't that incident, but we used 9-11 to basically do whatever the fuck we want and the world let us. That's just true. And, um, I mean, that's just true. And, yeah, so people thought that was going to happen, and then Russia did the unthinkable and actually full-scale invaded Ukraine. And what they have done, what they did and have done since is nothing short of absolutely horrific. And it surprises us each and every day. And right now that gives the United States an opportunity and other NATO countries and everything to actually go to fucking war for the first time in a long time. And sadly, that makes the economy better and kind of makes a bunch of horrible things disappear just does. And when people have an actual enemy, like an actual enemy to rally behind and defeat, we do pretty well. But terrorism is, is hard and it's an idea and it's, you can't defeat an idea unless you snuff it out. But you can't do that through force or all through force and yada, yada, yada. But a person and an evil regime absolutely can do that. But we're waiting for something real definite. In my personal opinion, I think we we don't we don't have to invade or do any of that. We just need a really good sniper. <laughs> they assassinate people all the time. Why don't we do it? We take out him and anyone else we think that would be like him, and then at the same time have a dude tell the people the president's dead. Rush the office. Let's go, and then let Russia actually get to dictate its own future. That would stop the war. Once the soldiers don't have any more commands, they're not going to do anything. Um, we should have done that a long time ago. We're afraid he's going to use nuclear weapons. Well, he can't if he's dead. He can't if he's dead and everybody else who has the keys are dead. We, we could do this. We got Bin Laden. We can get anybody. And, um, I don't know. It doesn't have to be a full-scale invasion. But, we're waiting for them to do something like accidentally strike Poland, and then we're, we're probably, we're, World War III is going to happen. I don't know how long it's going to last. It may be very short. Um, but it's going to happen. Um, if that, if they they fuck up, and they're likely to. But we're going to have to beat Germany to the punch, because Germany's waiting. They haven't been the good guy. They have lost two World Wars in a row, and they've been the bad guys in both of them. They, this time, they have a shot. They're the good guys. They're against Russia. Russia's evil, and Germany's not. Let's fucking go. They're, they're, they're going to be, a, they're going to be, Tanks going across Poland, and it's going to look real scary right up until they get into Ukraine. <laughs> and they're just going to kick the shit out of the Russians, because they've been waiting for it. And honestly, they deserve it. <laughs> they deserve it. They've made up. They've done it. They've put away their past. They've rectified it. They're a whole new country now. And that's after being unified, after it took so long to unify because of the Soviet Union. They're East and West Germany. They're, they deserve it. Let's go. Um, it's just going to be really scary once it's over and then they got to take those tanks and roll them back through Poland. <laughs> um, we have to make sure they never stop. Make sure they have enough fuel to never stop until they, they're they back in Germany. Because um, the last time they stopped in Poland, things did not uh, things did not end well. But yeah, that's all I got for today. A lot longer than the last episodes have been because I went off on my bullshit and also because I have nothing else to do. So thank you all for listening. 
Uh, and I will see y'all in the next one. Bye-bye.